Thursday? I, feel, I mean, it was just Monday. It's your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. How you doing? Oh, man, are there a lot of things going on. Three things. Three things first that I think you need to know. Uh, number one, very disappointing turnout at the Choya High School uh, session for security that TUSD put on. Uh, from the, the video that I saw, it looked like there was no more than about 20 people that showed up for the largest school district in southern Arizona. Do parents just not give a crap? I mean, I, I guess so. I guess parents just don't care, right? We'll talk about that. I, I think that's very, very, very big. I, I really do. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know uh, Jeff Flake fighting for you again. I mean, it's just too funny. You can't make up this stuff. You think he's you think he's really fighting for you? He's trying to get that border security. He's trying to really stand up for Americans. No, I mean, he's keeping it consistent. He is uh, asking for information. He's very worried. Very worried that under President Trump, the latest travel ban, it is very rare that visa waivers are granted to dangerous countries. He's very upset about this. Uh, Countries like Chad, Iran, Libya, North Korea, Syria, Somalia, Yemen, Venezuela. They had about 8,400 people applying for U.S. visas. 128 qualified. Thank God. And because of that, trying to keep us safe, Jeff Flake is worried and he doesn't think this is fair and he doesn't think it's right. There's something wrong with this. There's something wrong. Thanks, Jeff. I mean, you can't, seriously, you can't make up that stuff. And the third thing, I think you need to know, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. U of A, well, there's a very interesting story. Another woman has joined the uh, lawsuit claiming U of A uh, is, uh, well, basically not paying women the same they pay as men. But I thought it's just this, bastion of everything that's great and good and it's everything that trump isn't and republicans are not and yet yet they apparently aren't paying chicks as much as they pay guys to be deans but then at the same time i mean we don't know who's telling the truth here is it these women that are just very upset because in the story that i saw in the local paper one of the provosts said uh, some of these some of these deans that were complaining they weren't getting paid enough that the females he said they had hillary clinton complexes <laughs> And if if a woman is acting like Hillary Clinton, uh, that's uh, that's not good. You know, that's that's not good at all. Does that mean you got to pay more for the people around them? Well, to make sure they stay. They stay? I mean, yeah, probably. So, uh, and he's the guy even claimed that uh, according uh, that he that he said that Ann Weaver Hart, the former U of A president, had a Hillary Clinton complex. 
Well, that's it. He's just one of you. He's a Republican. Really? I, I don't know what this guy is. He's probably yeah, going after Hillary. He's just terrible. That's why they're not paying these women. Maybe, just maybe, he was pissed because these chicks just said that we deserve the pay because we have the same title. What if they're not as good? What if their qualifications weren't as good? That's something you got to think about. I mean, at the U of A, they're basing this on, well, I've been there for 18 years. Somebody else has been there for seven. What if they're just better at their job? So we don't know who is saying anything. All I know is that this is uh, throwing U of A in turmoil, which cracks me up because it's a bastion of liberal um, unicorns and ice cream cones. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. It's true. It's true. It's it's just, um, it's one of those things where it's not supposed to happen. They're supposed to tell us. They're the perfect. They're the ones that have all the comments and all the, uh, anyway. So we have that. Which is nice. Now, on a serious aspect, what is the deal with Tucson parents not showing up? Should we not be surprised? How do, I mean, there was a major, major shooting spree at a high school in Florida. And I don't know if I, I mean, I, again, my kid, I've told you this is going to be in kindergarten come August. And my wife and I have toured a couple of schools. And the first thing we ask is, how's your security? How do you stop people from getting on campus? What do you do? What doors are locked? Blah, blah, blah. That's what we ask. Now, if I was in a school, uh, if my kid was in a school and uh, they're like, listen, we're going to have this big meeting. We want to show you because that's what, and, and kudos to TUSD. They, I, I, would, I would assume, I mean, they didn't, this is like almost a month after the shooting, by the way. And it wasn't until Michael Hicks, the school board member, was on the show a week and a half ago that I said, why don't you guys have some kind of a forum? And blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, they announce a forum. The, the guy that's in charge of security for TUSD will have a forum. Okay, cool. Listen, I'm just trying to do positive things for the community, right? So they have this forum, and nobody shows up. About 30 people, 20 people? No, it can't be any more than 20, to be honest with you. It just looked really weak. Um, So I look at this, and again, if I have a kid in that school, I'm going to go there and say, what are you doing to keep my kids safe? There are thousands and thousands of kids that go to TUSD schools. I know people are busy, but what the hell? Why does it seem like more people care that listen to KNST, even if their kids don't even go to TUSD schools than than actual parents? You know, it's it's just it's sad. Somebody that's else why, take care of it. Well, well, maybe, and that's why I got that email from that teacher yesterday at TUSD who said that only six of one hundred thirty kid, uh, he had six six students out of one hundred thirty students had parents show up at parent teacher night. Six out of 130. My parents never missed one. That's why this whole idea. I'm a bad parent. You never went? You don't go? No, we did. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I think it's a conspiracy with my kid because we find out like the morning of. Oh, he. he, And we're like, dude, don't don't they send a paper out? Yeah. Like a week ahead of time? He goes to the mailbox and steals it like I used to do with my progress reports. Ah, I'm the only one with the key. Well, then you are a bad parent. What? How do you not go to these things? We want to go to these things. Doesn't sound like it. Oh, Anyway, oh. we could talk about that later. No, now uh, therapy. Jennifer, tell your <laughs> husband to go. So it's her job. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> so I, I just, I, I just, I don't understand this kind of stuff. So maybe, just maybe. I, I mean, if there is any kind of hor- horrific tragedy uh, that takes place, I mean, who's to blame? I would say teachers, I, parents have no parents. Literally, have no right to complain. If something really bad happens because they've had their opportunities to speak up at the school board meeting, at at this safety, whatever, 
information yeah. session. Yeah. And then they're going to have another one Monday at Saguaro High School from 6 to 8. So maybe you should go to that one. I don't know. But again, and that's why I, I laugh at this idea of they're like, you need to put more money into schools. You need to put more money. That's not going to make kids get better grades. If there's not parents to make sure the kid does what they're supposed to do, you could put a gazillion dollars there. You're going to pay teachers $100 million a year. It's not going to make a difference. They can't go to the kid's house and make him do the work or her do the work. And that's like the biggest complaint I get from teachers. You know, we can only do so much. I agree. But that's why I say don't think that all of a sudden if you just, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to get better books? What, 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 what's more money going to solve? What is it going to do? These are real questions. So it's, uh, it's disappointing. It almost makes me not want to talk about it anymore. Because if they're not willing to, why should I waste your time? I think we've said our piece. I think we've done our part. We talked to two school board members. I've given you all kinds of information. We've done research about where they have guns, where they arm teachers, stats, you name it. We've done it. We've done more than the school probably has. Uh, but what are you supposed to do? Well, maybe this is the other half of the symptoms that's with, with what's wrong with schools. No parent participation. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You're right. And teachers will say that too. Oh, yeah. They'll they'll tell you that. So this is this is just a this is a it's very it's it's very sad and uh, I mean and and what goes on and you know what's and I, this goes back to something I brought up years ago. Until either elected officials, I hate saying the term community leaders because it's so vague and so dumb, but until people, it could be a superintendent, it could be teachers, it could be principals, it could be people in the media like me, and I have no problem doing it. Until they start calling out these parents for being just lazy, horrible parents, nothing's going to change. And even that, that might not change anything, but at least you got to call it out for what it is. And that's why, you know, I get, I get ragged on. And you, may, you might get, you know, ragged on too or ridiculed because, oh, you don't want taxes to go up. You don't care about the kids. You don't care about education. BS. BS. I want to make sure that parents get involved in the situation because that's the only way to make something happen. The government is not there to raise your children. The school is part of the government. They're not there to raise your children. You have a responsibility. You do the shaka shaka boom boom. You have a child. You know what? You're supposed to get out there and do your job and prepare your kid to do the best they possibly can. Hey, look at animals, man. Birds. Birds. They make sure those little birdies fly or they kick them out of the nest. They don't just leave them. They don't let somebody else do it for them. They, it's their responsibility. And, and parents just don't do it. And then you get, you know, you get, what's, you get Democratic lawmakers. And a lot of, some Republicans, but a lot of Democratic lawmakers, I'm going to go political on this, that go victim instead of calling out people that are not doing their job, not holding them accountable. And they, they'll make the claim, we need more money, we need more funding, it's just not fair, it's just too hard for them, is it? No, it's not. No, it's not. Give me a break. Uh, I'll never forget, I read Clarence Thomas's um, autobiography, My Grandfather's Son. He was raised by his grandparents. Dad was out of the picture, mom had all kinds of problems. Raised by his grandparents. His grandfather couldn't read past a third grade level, but he worked hard. Worked hard. I believe he delivered ice. Uh, worked hard. Made sure that he instilled values of education. You need to read. You need to do this. Summers, 
made sure that Clarence Thomas and his brother worked all the time, even going back to like eight, nine years old. And uh, he made sure that Clarence Thomas stayed away and his brother stayed away from the bad element in the neighborhood. He said, you need to stay away from the alcohol, the drugs, it'll zap your life, can't do it, blah, blah, I mean, he did what was supposed to be done. And did they have any extra funding? Did they have any government funding? No. It's parenting. That's all it is. It's parenting. So uh, it's disappointing. It's embarrassing. Uh, if a leader was worth a damn, like you have Mayor Rothschild. What does Mayor Rothschild do? You know what he does? Some, you know, a couple times a year. Goes around and knocks on doors and tries to get kids that haven't gone to school in a while to get back to school. Why? To get money. That's all it is. Oh, it's really for the kids' benefit. Really? And more butts in seats gets more dollars from the federal government to school districts. Um, so, I, I've, you know, at this point, all right, if you really think it's for the kids, why not call out the, uh, the parents that don't get involved and, and make sure they have a say in keeping their kids safe, Mayor Rothschild? Friggin' waste. All a waste. So, you could comment if you want as well. I mean, if you're a teacher at TUSD, you're an employee at TUSD, you've got to be a bit disappointed, right? They can't keep people. 880-KNST, 880-5678. You can comment if you'd like. You can shoot me an email, uh, Garrett at KNST.com. You can tweet me at Garrett Lewis. It's all there. It's had to hit me up directly. Um, Now, um, there's something else I want to bring to your attention. I believe in it. (laughs) Police Chief Magnus. Oh, boy. Police Chief Magnus. Uh, actually, I couldn't believe he actually tweeted this out after everything that was brought up in the, at the city council meeting. We talked about it yesterday. He tweeted something. It's a head scratcher. It's, are you dense? It's an, are you dense moment? Uh, I will tell you what it is coming up in about, uh, five minutes. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. talk. Yes, yes, yes. How you doing? Uh, don't forget. I want you to win some stuff. Uh, you can win some tickets. You like old Tucson. Who doesn't like old Tucson? Well, they have a great thing going on. They're celebrating the spirit of uh, of the West. Yep. You can win tickets to this. Old Tucson celebrating Spirit of the West with Spirit of the West Fest, March 16th through 18th. Enter for a chance to win tickets right now at knst.com, the website, knst.com. Go there. I hope you win. Uh, 52 outside right now. Going to be 81 and partly cloudy today. Uh, gorgeous. Uh, my fa- my son's first t-ball practice today. Got that. I got a funny story about what he did at uh, daycare too. Apparently he's a little player. A little crush on a teacher that he has. Uh, we'll get to that later on in the show. Oh yeah. I was like, wait, what did he, what did he say? Yeah, it's my boy. Anyway, so, uh, really quick. Chief Magnus, who doesn't respond to any of my tweets, won't come on the show. Blah, 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 blah. The social justice warrior that he is. He's not really a police chief. He's a social justice warrior. Um, it was If you missed yesterday's show, I pointed out how a sergeant at TPD, who uh, is the secretary of their police union, went to the Tucson City Council meeting and said, hey, look, we have less than 800 sworn officers in Tucson now. We've lost 24 in the past six months. We're down uh, 100 from what it was two years ago. Nothing. No reaction, nothing. Yet uh, Chief Magnus, 17 hours ago, tweeted a picture of Tucson police vehicles. And he tweeted, the, the and, he, and he wrote, Tucson voters have their first chance to see the progress being made to replace aging public safety equipment following the passage of Prop 101. That was the tax increase to go over this. 
New police and fire vehicles on display at press conference this afternoon to celebrate the Tucson Delivers program. So I just commented, what about new police officers? What is your plan to stop losing so many officers? Because you're celebrating new vehicles. I mean, that's cool. You have these new vehicles. Do you have any officers to drive them? Uh, well, you think anybody in the media actually asked him a question? All right, these are nice, shiny vehicles. What about the officers that are actually going to drive them? Probably not. So he hasn't responded. I like to go on the record and volunteer to drive one of those vehicles for absolutely free. And I do nothing for free. <laughs> Chief Magnus, I will be happy to volunteer to drive one of those vehicles. But we need, we need police officers. We need police officers. Do we? We do. I'll just drive we around. We do. Though. So that, you know, that's, uh, that's what I have. Uh, you could uh, hit him up at Chief C. Magnus as well on Twitter and ask him or whatever. Uh, one, one listener uh, commented to my comment on him. I await this answer. Me too. Thanks, Tom. 633. Uh, coming back in about six minutes. Is Jeff Sessions growing some uh, huevos? Oh, but Ryan thinks so. Ryan thinks so. On challenging California for not wanting to help uh, fight illegal immigration or at least hold the illegals that are especially the ones that are that are dangerous illegal aliens so we can get rid of them from the country. Wait till you hear what Jeff Sessions had to say, what he threw down to Nancy Pelosi, threw down to the mayor of Oakland. It's coming up right now on KNST. Here's Fox. Getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Mm -mm -mm. 642, you know the great thing about live radio is that things happen, stories happen, and it it changes stuff. I was going to do something at 710, I'm going to do something totally different, Uh, but it'll be included in three things. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. I'll get to that coming up. Uh, I know it's kind of cryptic. One... Very small crowd shows up for the TUSD, uh, basically, school safety meeting. They had it at Choya High School. It looked like there was less than 20 people there. Uh, ridiculous. Second thing, I think you need to know. Remember how the media, like, blue wave is coming. They, oh, we're going to flip Texas. And then there were actually a record number of Republican voters that showed up uh, for the primary versus the Democrats. 1.5 million versus the 1.4, which is the record in 2010. Well, you know what? Uh, the media, they, and they're like, well, we didn't. Uh, yeah, uh, <clears throat> That's why you don't want to watch it or believe them. Uh, there's actually polls right now. Big Axios, big warning signs for Democrats. Big warning signs. Uh, right now, there are a bunch of Democratic senators that are in major, major danger of losing their seats to Republicans. Did you know that? Did you realize that? Right now... There's five that lose straight up to an unnamed Republican. These Democrats also have a lower approval rating in their state than Trump does. This is a big deal. We'll get to that at 710 this morning. Third thing, I think you need to know, uh, I like this one. Again, Jeff Flake has requested information about visas from the State Department because he's worried he received reports of near-uniform denial of waivers, waivers for visas. Yes, the Trump administration is trying to keep us safe. About 100 waivers were granted out of about 8,400 requested from very unfriendly countries to us, like Chad, Iran, Libya, North Korea, Syria, Somalia, Yemen, Venezuela. These are countries that in the Trump ban. And Jeff Flake is upset that only about 128 applicants 
qualified for visas out of 8,400 from these countries that hate us. Thanks, Jeff. Three things I think you need to know. What a, what a dingleberry. Come on. Kidding me? Uh, John, we'll get to Jeff Sessions in a second. John, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, Garrett. Hey, uh, you were talking about uh, Chief Magnus and the new patrol cars and yes. everything? Yes. Well, I rode my bike to work this morning, and the first thing I saw was the three brand-new fire department vehicles going to a call. And I haven't seen one of those brand-new patrol cars that Chief Magnus was talking about. Oh. How do we know that he's not going to let the officers use them when they come to the police department? How do we know they're not just going to sit there and collect dust? I'm sure they're going to use them. I have no idea. Funny how they're still there. Maybe they're only going to be used when it's like uh, daylight hours. So it looks really so there's more people on the road. I mean, think about it. Daylight hours, more people on the road. They get to see these shiny new things, that kind of stuff. I don't know. I just wonder if he's, uh, again, he's going to have more actual brand new vehicles than brand new officers. That's my that's my worry. Well, how many officers are on duty at a time, you think? Uh, oh, there's an article. I want to say it was like 13. Was it 13? It can't be. It has to be more than 13. I'll, I'll find that. I'll, I'll look at that. There was a story that came out uh, in October of last year about this. I'll do my best to find that. But first, let's play some uh, Jeff Sessions, and then I'll get back to you on that. Let uh, Jeff Sessions was all over it yesterday. Right toward the end of the show, he had a press conference, and these are the things that, that uh, he said. 72. I love this one. 72 at the, at the press conference. Jeff Sessions. California, we got a problem. Listen to this. By California, we have a problem. A series of actions and events has occurred here that directly and adversely impact the work of our federal officers. For example, the mayor of Oakland has actively uh, has been actively seeking to help illegal aliens avoid apprehension by ICE. Her actions support those who flout the law and boldly validates illegality. There's no other way to interpret those remarks. To make matters worse, the elected lieutenant governor of, of the state praised her for doing so, bragging about and encouraging the obstruction of our law enforcement. There you go. There you go. How about that? Uh, it gets better. He gives an ad- absolute message straight to that Libby Schaff, the mayor of Oakland. 73. Here we go. Jeff Sessions. So here's my message. To Mayor Schaff, how dare you, how dare you needlessly endanger the lives of our law enforcement officers to promote a radical open borders agenda. There you go. How about that? And then he goes on Fox News, and at least he's beat tough again. We have been clamoring for this, haven't we? Whether going back to Obama, to Bush, even before that, take a stand. Do what makes this is common sense. Stand up for America. Of course, uh, California lawmakers are calling Sessions and Trump racist for doing this. Racist. Racist. Um, I want you to hear number 74. He's talking about why we have to challenge California. He tells this on Fox News last night, uh, at Fox News at night, the show. Here we go. We've got to challenge it. I don't want to do that. California is a great state with an important part of America. We wanted a healthy and good relationship with it. But federal law determines immigration policy. State of 
California is not entitled to block that, that activity, somebody needs to stand up and say, no, you've gone too far. You cannot do this. This is not reasonable. It's radical, really. It's an affirmation, yep. if you want to know the truth, of the idea that we should not have immigration laws, that we should have an open borders, because whenever anyone is apprehended, it seems uh, that we have persons who want to block their removal from the country, no matter what the circumstances. It's a it's a, an extreme position that's being taken by some here, uh, a lot of the government agencies here, and we just have to push back. I wish it weren't so, but it is. Yep, you got to push back. You have to do it. Now it gets even better. Sessions again. I mean, this is what this is why Trump was elected. You say we want about Sessions. I, I, I wish he'd go after Hillary this way. I've read people commenting on Twitter and things like that that they believe that there is an investigation into Hillary. They're just not going public with it yet. I don't know. I wish somebody in the media would ask him because maybe would he have to answer? He'd say I can't comment on investigations if we're having or not, whatever. But seventy-five on uh, lawmakers. Lawmakers of California say you want to make them immigration agents. Blah 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 blah. And he's like, no, we don't. Seventy-five. Listen to this. Here we go. So, hey, I need, I need 75. You and you're talking to listeners. Okay. That's exactly right. People have tried to spin this as somehow that we're demanding that the state and local officials go out and do the work of the federal government. We'd like their help. Most states and, and jurisdictions around the country help happily. Uh, but uh, we just cannot allow them to obstruct or block the ability of federal officers to do the job they are lawfully required to do. Yes, thank you. And do you know this California bill? I mean, we've talked about it. If you're not aware of it, the governor signed it into law. The legislature there passed it, and it literally says, and we've talked about it, we've played the sound bites of Javier Becerra, their attorney general. We'll do more of him in the next hour. We'll play, play his sound bites. He's insane. Um, California will literally go after businesses that let ice onto their premises. If ice is, if they go to ice, say, I think there's illegal aliens or whatever. If you if you work with them, you will literally be charged with a crime in California. So Jeff Sessions says enough of that. Seventy six. Listen to what he says. Here we go. Seventy six. But he has repeatedly threatened businesses in California, yep. telling them he will prosecute them under. The new California law, uh, if they even admit voluntarily ICE officers to their businesses. I mean, this is a radical approach. So I have to challenge this. We can't allow this to happen. We want every state in, the, in America to do this. So California has placed us in the position. And the governor, by signing the bill, has placed us in the position where we cannot accept this. And we've got to challenge it. And I made clear today why we were challenging it, why it's important, and why we've got to uh, stop it. Wow. He's going after it. And then Nancy Pelosi. Crazy Nancy. The Rachel Sedgwick of Congress. Anyway. Uh, Nancy Pelosi actually said, I mean, I, I was, I read this story and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Now, people here illegally, not just here illegally also, by the way, but people that are like hardcore criminals that have been deported, they come back, drug crimes, sex crimes, you name it, right? ICE is trying to get out these people. Um, Nancy Pelosi said ICE doing this is cruel and unjust. Cruel and unjust. You had people that had child sex crimes, weapons charges, all this stuff, 
helped out by the Oakland mayor. Get out of here. ICE is coming. So Sessions and Trump are like, enough is enough. And for saying enough is enough, Nancy Pelosi says this is cruel and unjust. Excuse me? God forbid it's everyone, someone in her family that is sexually assaulted by an illegal alien. Here's Jeff Sessions ripping into Pelosi. Here we go. Many of these people are repeat entrants after having been deported. Many of them have already had hearings and been ordered deported. Many of them are serious criminals. She, the mayor of Oakland, warned them all to run and hide before the uh, arrests were to take place. There's nothing wrong about these raids. This is exactly what ICE officers are supposed to do. Why do we have ICE officers? They're just going to sit in their offices and do nothing. So I think uh, uh, Ms. Pelosi is in error totally in her comments. It's, it's uh, demeaning to the work of the officers she funds and Congress funds every day. Yeah. So I, I'm not happy with that comment. And I'm, we're going to push back. And we're going to defend our officers and, and the honorable work they do every day. Good for him. In the next hour, we'll get to... Um We'll get to uh, Javier Becerra making comments about this. He guy's insane. Uh, and, and the Democrats are really, it looks like they're in really big trouble for the 2018 midterms. There's new information coming out. Wait till you hear. Well, yeah, it's 710. Uh, the amount of cops on the force, I think we have time to get to that coming up in about four. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yo. We'll do that later on in the show, Ryan. Later this hour, hopefully. 707, what's up? It's it's Thursday, March 8th. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNSTAM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, I guess 99% of the parents at TUSD, of TUSD students, don't care about their safety of their kids. Uh, from the pictures that I saw, it looks like there were about uh, maybe 20, about 20 or so, give or take a couple here and there, could be over, could be under, uh, people that showed up for the safety meeting, the security meeting that TUSD officials had at Choya High School. Now, there's another one Monday at 6 o'clock at Saguaro High School, uh, but that's really pathetic. And maybe, I, You know what? We could talk about it. We have opinions about it. We have. How the hell do these parents not care? How do you not show up for this? Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, there is a uh, story out from Axios this morning. You know that coming blue wave? Yeah, apparently not. Apparently not. Not looking too good. Uh, Big story from Axios. Big warning signs for Senate Democrats. Five Senate Democrats would lose to a Republican candidate if the election were held today. Three have approval ratings under 50%. Axios survey monkey polls. I'll have more on that in just a second. Uh-oh. Third thing I think you need to know, Jeff Flake is very worried. Once again, not worried about Americans. You know, he stands up for illegal aliens, uh, people on amnesty. Now he's worried why people from uh, countries that are a danger to us, like Chad, Iran, Libya, North Korea, Syria, Somalia, Yemen, Venezuela, are not having their visas approved to come here. Swear to God. He's upset because over 8,400 people applied for U.S. visas from those countries that have a lot of terrorists in them. 
and just 128 of them qualified for visas. So he wants to know why this is happening. We're not letting more people in from these countries that have oodles and oodles of terrorists. And there's Jeff Flake for you. What a freaking moron. I mean, this guy is a laughing stock. He's a joke. He is. I've never seen someone fall from grace so quickly. I mean, I thought it was bad. He's fallen from grace more quickly in a different way than Matt Lauer and Harvey Weinstein. Seriously. I mean, it's not a sexual thing, but like people thought this guy was smart. They thought he had a clue. This guy might be more more off his rocker than Bernie Sanders. He might, yeah, he might be more off his rocker no. than Raul Grijalva. Maybe. What do you mean, no? He is wondering why terrorists aren't coming here. He is doing everything he can to stand up for illegal aliens. He does nothing for Americans. He has no problem with jobs leaving through NAFTA. It's been it's been really good for us. I mean, this guy is. There's something wrong with. Or he he is a wacko. Or wacko. He has been bought and paid for. And on his way out, he has to fulfill all of his obligations or he doesn't get his bonus at the end. His bonus. You know what? You laugh, but this is the reason I don't think, why I don't Donald Trump got elected. You know what? I don't think he's bought. I think Big Ag has influence over him. I think this is just what he thinks, though, because remember we looked at his net worth? He's not worth a million bucks. He's one of the rare senators, rare members of Congress, not worth a million bucks, which is why he, maybe he's doing this to try to get a job at MSNBC because he needs to make some money as an analyst. Or CNN. What are you looking at me that way for? What else is he going to do? Go back to the farm, hire some more illegals, distract Border Patrol agents? Maybe. Carter did it. Who? Who? So we have that. Those are three things I think you need to know. Peanut farmer. By the way, I have more uh, about Martha McSally. I mean, this, what a brave, you know, what a brave fighter pilot she is. Oh, wait till you hear what I have about Martha McSally. Wait till you, oh my goodness gracious. Now let's talk. And I was going to do uh, the uh, Javier Becerra segment here, but something else has kind of caught my attention. And I think this is a big flipping deal. Because uh, the media, I mean, the media is trying really, really hard to act as if everybody hates Trump. Trump has no chance. Republicans have no chance in November because of Trump. Blah, 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 blah. Remember Ted Cruz? Oh, he's going to get beat by the Democrat. They're going to flip Texas. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah, the unprecedented Democratic turnout. Blah, 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 blah. Really? Uh, in Texas, there was actually an unprecedented Republican turnout for a primary. 1.5 million votes cast. That's it, Texas. We can, we can do it. They're unprecedented. You know that that 1.5 million votes by Republicans in the primary was double the amount of votes that the Democratic primary winner got there. Big wave, big wave, huge wave, right? So you have that. I mean, it's literally double. So apparently Republicans kind of excited. You never see any stories from the media about Republicans being excited. It's only Democrats being excited and Republicans having no chance. They just keep wanting that to happen to try to deter you from wanting to go out and vote. They want you to think this stuff. I think more less and less people, fewer and fewer people are... Are, are watching the news and believing this stuff. I mean, it's all out there now. And then, honestly, we knew it. Talk Radio knew it. Trump just expanded the message of the fake news, which, again, Jeff Flake disagrees with because Jeff Flake is just flat out a freaking wacko. I mean, he's just, there's a lot wrong with that guy. So anyway, you have this story. Then I see this from Axios.com. One big thing, exclusive polls, big warning signs for Senate Democrats. And I'm like, wow. And it says how the 2018 Senate race looks now. 
And they have all these Democrats. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten Democrats. And what's uh, interesting here is that uh, a lot of these Democrats, they're neck and neck or they're losing to the Republicans, either an actual Republican opponent or the generic Republican. In Montana, Democratic Senator Tester, he would lose today. He has 42% of the vote, 55% to the Republican, and there's not even, there's, there's no name there. Trump has a 58% approval rating. It's really high. West Virginia, Joe Manchin's in big trouble. Down nine to the Republican. Uh, Claire McCaskill, Democrat in Missouri, down eight to the Republican. By the way, in those states, Trump has 65% approval in West Virginia, 55 in Missouri. He's got 53% approval in Indiana. The Democratic senator there, Donnelly, Joe Donnelly, only 45%. The Republican beats him, 51-45. There's this stuff going on and on and on. So anyway, a series of, of 10 state polls for Axios by SurveyMonkey finds President Trump is not a drag on the Republican brand in key Senate races. I love this. Despite his historically high national disapproval ratings. Mm-hmm. Funny how that works. Huh? I mean, are, You wouldn't think that those, those polls would be rigged in any way, would you? So Trump is not a drag. No. But the media says he was. Or said he was. Trump's approval is higher than Democratic senators up for re-election in six of the ten states. Trump's approval, higher. What states? Indiana, Missouri, Montana, North Dakota, Ohio, West Virginia. That bellwether state of Ohio. Despite John Kasich, who also has a lot wrong with him. Trump's approval is higher than his national approval rating in all 10 of these states as well. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Five of the 10 Senate Democrats would lose to a Republican candidate if the election were held today. Three have approval ratings under 50%. That's from the Axios Survey Monkey poll. And Axios says, why does it matter? Democrats are defending 10 Senate seats in states that Trump won. 10! 10! Trump won. Imagine if, Demo- imagine if Republicans all of a sudden jumped to 62. Of course, you'd make sure that the rhinos and the swamp Republicans, I mean, imagine that. Imagine they had 62 and you still have some rhinos that wouldn't vote with him. Anyway. Trump's approval rate, in six of those states, Trump's approval rating is higher than 50% compared to 43 nationally. These numbers underscore how hard it'll be for Democrats to pick up the two seats needed to win the majority despite Trump's troubles. I love that. Trump's troubles. What troubles? The troubles that the the media says he has? What troubles? Benghazi was trouble. Media didn't want any part of that. Fast and Furious was trouble. IRS scandal was trouble. These are all things that are trouble. Giving Iran billions of dollars is trouble, but the media didn't want any part of that. Whatever. So it looks like Trump's actually doing pretty well. It looks like there's not going to be that big blue wave. I mean, as of today, it's still early, but everything the media has said to you is apparently not true. The three most vulnerable senators in the 10 states are Democrats, Joe Manchin of West Virginia, John Tester of Montana, Claire McCaskill of Missouri. Each of them has approval ratings under or around 50%, while Trump's is well above 50 in all three states. 
Mm-hmm. I love this. But, but, but with the election many months away and final, final Republican opponents not set, these numbers are likely to change. And we know that. It's early. It's early. But I'm telling you, this goes against everything the media has been reporting. They want you to stay home. They want you to have no faith. They want you to think everything is bad, despite what your eyes tell you. They want you to think everything is bad. Apparently not. Uh, Apparently, Axios is going to do polling for GOP Senate seats in Arizona, Nevada, and Tennessee. So we'll see what they say at that point. I'll put this story on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, please. I'll tweet it out as well. Uh, Or I think actually, I already did put it on my Facebook page. And I did tweet it out, at Garrett Lewis. I'm so good, I forget how good I am and things I do. So please, it's like the Otis Smith, former cornerback of the Jets and the Patriots, when he was asked by someone about something he said. He said, I don't think I said that. If I did say that, I misquoted myself. So there you go. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis. 718 on KNST AM 790. Coming up in five minutes. You know, we still have not received anything back. Any right from Martha McSally's camp after they scheduled an interview with us. Nope. And then on a Saturday, she had her PR company person say, sorry, she's just too busy, blah, blah, blah. We'll be in touch. And you've emailed them and they've never gotten back to you to reschedule. It's been like a month. Well, guess who Martha McSally sat down and talked to? Oh, she still won't talk to us. But guess who she talked to? I'll tell you about it. Coming up in five minutes, 718 KNST AM 790 Tucson's. Most stimulating talk. 725. Old Tucson celebrating the spirit of the West with the Spirit of the West Fest. It's March 16th through 18th, and you can win tickets right now by going to knst.com. Good luck. I hope you win. Mostly cloudy today, probably about uh, 81 or so. Uh, mid Whoa, mid to upper 50s. Sniper, mid to upper 50s right now, uh, depending on where you are. So uh, really quick. 725 right now on KNST AIM 790. I uh, happened to see on Martha McSally's uh, Twitter timeline, her Twitter feed, 16 hours ago, pictures of Martha in a room at a table, young people around her, and she wrote, I enjoyed a candid discussion with U of A journalism students about how today's media and government intersect. Always great to see Wildcats in D.C. So apparently they were there. Uh, so Martha McSally, apparently, what does that even mean? How the media and government intersect, how you work together, how you get information out. So I, I asked her, did you, well, what, you want to know what I exactly asked her? I, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty funny. I, what? That's true. Why are you laughing at me? I thought it was pretty good. Keep going. Fine. I, let me let me get the. I want to make sure I get the. I, I was so good. I want to make sure I read the exact stuff because I just tweeted. If you follow me on Twitter, you'd see it at Garrett Lewis. Uh, it's it's all there. So I um I replied to her. Um, did it not go through? I could have sworn it went through. Hang on. Oh, shut up, jerk, jerk store. Uh, Keep being funny. Oh, I thought I did. I not send it. I'll have to write it again. Why are you laughing at me? I basically said. Did you tell them how you will not intersect with me on my radio show? Because she's talking about the government and the media intersecting. So again, uh, who she? She's talking to college journalists, college student journalists. Hi, Martha. We're right here in. Um, I mean, I, I we we are the uh, the station of record. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I think this show is the best show in Arizona. 
I would always I would always believe that anyway, but I really based on talent, everything, I believe it is too. Not just because I'm on it, but that's a big reason. But yes. So anyway, Martha McSally has no uh no fear talking to college students and probably lecturing them. They just listen with, you know, because they're kids. And uh will not come on and actually answer questions. So there you have it. How about that? Thanks for coming out, Martha. Way to go. She still has it. She just ignored, by the way, Kelly Ward's request for uh uh debates. Where has she been, by the way? Where where has where has Martha McSally been? <clears throat> I guess the whole uh, you know, she was trying to get on every news station there was trying to take credit and attach herself to that uh, I, I guess illegal immigration bill that went nowhere. So I guess now it's pretty much useless, right? Pretty much useless. So we have that. Um now there's more. They in Florida. They're about to uh, a bill, a gun bill has gone to the governor. Did you hear about this gun bill in Florida? It's mostly good. And I guess we have to get it sucks. I know exactly what's wrong with it. And we have to get out of this mindset where we have to get everything we want because unfortunately compromise does happen, I guess, right? So this bill, it passed uh, both houses in Florida and it goes to the governor. The one thing I do not like about it is that uh, if you want to buy a rifle, if this the governor signs this, you're going to have to be 21. So ages 18, 19, and 20, you can't buy a handgun. You can't buy a rifle. I'm assuming, can you buy a shotgun? Well, you could use a shotgun to protect yourself, but it's not nearly as efficient as a rifle or any. You got to keep reloading. Gotta keep re- I mean, there are some shotguns that you can put multiple rounds in but it's not the same how do they differentiate uh rifles though between the ar and a hunting rifle like a um rifle is a rifle i guess no there's a difference the bill would raise the minimum age to buy rifles from 18 to 21 uh and create a waiting period on sales of the weapons so you have to sit there and wait while someone could do something bad to you it would also create something called a guardian program that would let school employees and many teachers carry handguns if they go through law enforcement training and if the school district decides to participate in the program. So that's cool. I guess. What do you mean? At least that lets the, the, the teachers, if they want to be able to protect themselves and the students, do it. That's the guardian program. Here's the thing. I guarantee you, Chief Magnus, who tweeted out earlier about something, uh, about school resource officers, did hashtag guardians. He probably won't use that hashtag anymore once he finds out in Florida they're calling it the Guardian Program where teachers can be trained to go through specialized training to carry firearms on, on a school campus. He wants to run far from that. Trust me, he does. Oh, yes, he does. So that's the latest going on there. If uh, if the governor signs it, that's what's going to happen. Um, it also, by the way, creates new mental health programs for schools, establishes an anonymous tip line where students and others can report threats to schools, I mean, the students actually did report the threats to schools. Didn't have to do it anonymously. What the hell's the difference? Bans bump stocks, which has nothing to do with this. Improves communications between schools, law enforcement, and state agencies. By the way, the uh, FBI admitted they screwed the pooch behind closed doors, and it's leaking out. It's coming out now. Uh, I saw this story. They knew about the FBI knew about the uh, the warnings. This is this is what drives nuts. This should be the big story. FBI Deputy Director David Bodich. He's the one we play the sound bites. He's just made excuse after excuse as to what happened. We made mistakes. Got to go back and look at it. Oh, thanks, buddy. 70 people are dead. Uh, he made comments in a closed-door briefing on Tuesday with members of the House Judiciary and Oversight Committees. Uh, a summary was released yesterday to Fox News. Bodich cited two tips that the FBI received about Cruz. You know, the one about the guy saying, hey, on my YouTube page, this guy said he's going to 
be a school killer, professional school killer. And then in January 2018, uh, some female called the FBI and said, listen, this guy's a ticking time bomb. He's going to do bad things. This is his name, blah, blah, blah. This guy, he had not acknowledged, yeah, these tips were mishandled. The 2017 tip, the YouTube one, um, and this one, mishandled. According to the, uh, the summary, the FBI caller, a uh, call taker, the person who answered the phone, didn't ask any standard investigative probing questions about the tip that was given in January of 2018 that this guy's a ticking time bomb. The 2018 call taker was able to connect Nicholas Cruz to the earlier call about the YouTube comment, but then talked about it with a supervisor, and they both decided not to pursue the matter, and the case was closed. That's a big deal, right? Well, you think you think it's the same guy, guy, I mean, a professional school shooter, Nicholas Cruz. It's tied to the same complaint about Nicholas Cruz. who says it's a ticking time bomb, threatening people at school. Let's just ignore it. Case closed. I mean, what a bunch of dopes. And now, and because of that, when they could have stopped this guy, now you have uh, the age to buy a rifle raised from 18 to 21 if the governor signs it in Florida. Didn't have to be that way. That has nothing to do with it. Wouldn't have stopped this. Nothing at all. 732 on KNST AM 790. Uh, there's more. Matter of fact, we'll get to this. Um, Javier Becerra, the attorney general in California, who uh, wants to uh, go after businesses that let ICE come in and arrest illegal aliens and their businesses there, um, actually denies, denies not helping the feds when it comes to immigration and stuff like that. Good questions actually asked by Anderson Cooper. You have to hear this guy. Your skin is going to crawl. Making false claims about what ICE does, everything. you got to hear this to believe it. It's coming up in about six minutes, 733, right now on KNST, AIM 790. Here's Fox. If you push his button, he'll push yours. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. Yes, it is. Hello, 742. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, around 20 people showed up for the TUSD security meeting at Choya High School yesterday. Just about 20 people. Not a big group of parents seemed to care about their kids' safety in the TUSD community. Pretty pathetic, if you ask me. Second thing that I think you need to know is uh, Axios has a story. It's on my Facebook page. It looks like the Democrats are in big trouble. Media wants to tell you Democrats are going to roll in November, but now all of a sudden, Axios SurveyMonkey poll shows 10 Democratic Senate seats are up for uh, a re-election in states where Trump won, and they all could go to Republicans. Trump's approval ratings in all those 10 states are higher than what his national approval ratings are. Some of those Democrats are already losing. Five of them are already losing to the Republicans. Some of them haven't even uh, named the Republican opponent yet, which is insane to me. Third thing, I think you need to know, uh, Senator Jeff Flake, El Jefe. Uh, he's very mad again. He's standing up once again, not for American citizens, but for people from countries that hate us. He's wondering why if over 8,400 people applied for a U.S. visa uh, to come to America, why only 128 were given permission to do so. From such friendly countries like Chad, Iran, Libya, North Korea, Syria, Somalia, Yemen, and Venezuela. Crazy Jeff Flake thinks there's something wrong with this. Three things I think you need to know. That guy has uh, flown over the cuckoo's nest. I'll tell you that. He is. 
now let's play some uh, California Attorney General Javier Becerra. I'll give uh, Anderson Cooper credit. I mean, he's, he did a pretty good job. The whole problem with California, California, of course, uh, passed a law. Governor signed it into effect January 1st this year, where apparently, I mean, this is this is crazy. You have businesses, any business that cooperates with ICE can be brought up on charges from the state of California. It's insane. And law enforcement officials are prohibited from contacting, doing anything with federal officials like ICE. So if there's, uh, if ICE is like, hey, listen, we need this illegal alien. You guys have him. We're going to pick him up for deportation. They, they're not allowed to talk to him. Yet Javier Becerra literally lied through his teeth on CNN. And these are some long sound bites. We'll stop in the middle for reaction. Uh, he contradicts himself a couple of times to this Javier Becerra. And I'll, I'll give uh, Anderson Cooper qu- uh, credit. I, I left the questions in there so you can hear it. Uh, here it is, number 78, Anderson Cooper with Javier Becerra. Here we go. We're doing everything we can to continue to provide public safety, and we're continuing to work with our immigration enforcement partners, but uh, we're not going to have them coerce us into doing things that they want us to do simply because they don't want to do them themselves. Pause it. But like, like, like what? Like what? They want you to be able to release the criminal illegal aliens to them for deportation proceedings. Let's continue. But you're saying you're working with your immigration partners. One of the laws at issue prohibits local law enforcement from alerting immigration agents when detainees are released from custody. I mean, couldn't that create the opportunity, as as a lot of critics suggest, for dangerous criminals who are in the country illegally to just disappear and slip through the cracks? I mean, why why not alert uh, federal authorities of, of a detainee being released? They have that information. It's available to the public. Uh, that's nothing. Notice he doesn't answer that question. Let's go. It's available to the public. Uh, that's nothing that we're not. stopping them from getting. They can have that information if they want it. But why not uh, make it easier for them? Because our folks are, are very busy trying to make sure they're doing public safety around the state. We don't have to do their immigration work for the immigration officials. If they want to pay well, us to do so. Whoa, whoa, we'll go back a second for that. They're very, they're focused on doing public safety. As they literally let criminal illegal aliens, some with drug charges, sex uh, charges, child sex charges, letting them go back on the street. But we're doing the job of public safety here in California. Holy smokes. Now listen to this. Here we go. If they want to pay us to do some work, if they want to give us resources to take up some of the the jobs that they're not willing to do, that would be a different thing, perhaps. But uh, we've decided that what we want to do is focus on doing public safety, not immigration enforcement. But wait a minute, you're just saying it's really, it's a manpower issue? I mean, the idea, I, I can't imagine how many people you no. need sitting around in a room monitoring who's getting released on a given day and, and just picking up the phone, no? No, the, the ICE can come in and, and they would have access. They would know who's being released. They could come in and, and uh, if they have a reason to detain those individuals, they could. Uh, and in, in many cases, they do. Uh, it's just that they had been asking in the past for us to detain people beyond the time that we have uh, the jurisdiction and the authority to detain them. So wait a second. I thought it was money you wanted. Now you just don't want to hold them very long? Which one is it, Javier? Which one is it? And then this guy starts having diarrhea of the mouth. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. He's lying through his teeth. Listen to this. Yeah, I mean, you say you're doing everything, but again, it, it, do, it does seem like why not take the extra step if you're really doing everything Good and just alert immigration authorities if someone's, you know, Come, if their time is getting come, coming up. Because I think, Anderson, as you've heard, many of the actions that ICE has taken uh, aren't going after those dangerous, seriously dangerous criminals. They're going after mothers who are doing nothing more than 
coming home from work or fathers who are doing nothing more than coming home right. from work. Right. But, you, but you're not, not interested in participating in that. Well, right, but I'm talking about all the criminal illegal aliens that have gun charges, drug charges, assault charges, rape charge. Are you what? What? And we even played the soundbite from Jeff Sessions. He said, we're going after these particular people, the criminals. We That's what we're doing. This that's why people hate politicians, man. Let me ask you. He these are people that the police have pulled in on exactly. something. Exactly. So these moms are walking Great down the points. street after yeah. their jobs and they're tired, and police are like, get in the car, get lady. Get in the car. We're going to take you in for nothing. And then we're not going to let ice know. I mean, these are people, the whole lawsuit is because the local authorities are not letting, they're they not cooperating with ICE, so ICE can say, we need to pick up these criminal legal aliens or deportation hearings. It's hurt. not just, it, I, that's what I'm saying, it's not random people that haven't committed crime. They've committed a crime by being here illegally, but yes. the bad, bad, bad ones first. This is how twisted this guy is. Let's continue. Right, but I'm talking about people who are getting out of prison who have committed crimes. And ICE right now has full authority to go out and pick those folks up. And you don't want to help them? We're not hurting them. We're, we're making that what? information available to them and anyone else. Uh, we're not stopping ICE from picking them up. ICE had been in the past saying just right, hold on to them. them. We're, well, we're not. We're, we, we don't have a constitutional right to detain someone beyond the time that we can hold them. It's just as if you had been arrested, Anderson, and we found that the grounds for your arrest were no longer justified. We have right. to release you. We can't say we're going to hold you right. because I, I, I get said, the concern of a backup and holding people you know, longer than they should be detained, but I don't quite get the lack of coordination with ICE. I know you say it's public knowledge. ICE knows these, you know, they should do a better job of, of, of you know, following who's getting released. It just seems like if you really wanted to do everything, you could you know, pick up a phone and call and say, okay, a week from now, and you know, if, they, if they don't show up and do their jobs, then they get released. Yeah. But um, anyway. If the information is made public to them, if they have that information in hand, uh, explain to me why we have to uh, try to shepherd and mother these things for them. They have that information. Right. Uh, I guess the, the response would be to keep criminals off the street. But I, I get your but, position. But we, are, we, are keep, we are keeping criminals off the street. No, you're uh, not. If they're talking about picking Oakland up Mayor. someone who also has a, an immigration status issue, they have every right to come in and pick those folks up. But we're not right. letting criminals out on our street. We're making sure that criminals are, stay in jail or we detain them where we can. Unless they're illegal. Yeah, exactly. We stay in jail. That's when we're going to detain them, even though we had an Oakland mayor tip off over 800 so they got away. Or to the whole community, so over 800 got away. It makes your, your head want to just explode, doesn't it? Javier Becerra. What a... Go away, California. Go away. 8750. We have more coming up in 5. KNST AIM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, yes. 807 on this Thursday. How you doing? It's your morning ritual with me. Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Now, there are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, uh, horrible turnout. Horrible turnout at the TUSD security forum they had yesterday, last night, at Choya High School. Looks like about 20 people showed up. That's it, about 20 people. Is that is that it? Only 20 people care about kids' safety out of all the thousands of kids that go to TUSD schools? About 20 people, that's what happened. Another security forum at Saguaro High School, Monday at 6. We'll see how many people show up for that. I mean, this is crazy. Second thing that I think you need to know, forget the blue wave. Axios has a story. I have it on my Facebook page. 
Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Exclusive polling done by Axios and SurveyMonkey. Big warning signs for Senate Democrats. Big warning signs. Trump's approval is higher than Democratic senators up for re-election in six of ten states. There are ten states, ten state polls, that find Trump isn't dragging down the Republican brand. No kidding. Ten states. Ten, ten states have Democratic senators up for election. They may all flip to Republican. Uh-oh. But I thought it was a blue wave. Now, all of a sudden, they're after, after the uh, Texas uh, had record Republican turnout, double the Democrat, all of a sudden now, they're like, oh, oh, man. Five Senate Democrats would lose to a Republican candidate if the election were held today. Three have approval ratings under 50%. Axios serving monkey polls. Apparently, looks like a red wave may happen. Third thing I think you need to know, Jeff Flake, very upset, fighting the best he can to make sure people from Chad, Iran, Libya, North Korea, Syria, Somalia, Yemen, and Venezuela can get here. See, he's mad between December 8th and January 8th. There were over 8,400 people that applied for U.S. visas from those countries where they don't like America. Only 128 applicants qualified for the visas. So you had like, what, about 8,200 and change that were denied? Jeff Flake is very upset with this and thinks it's wrong and wants to change it. Fighting (coughs) Fighting for everybody but Americans, Jeff Flake. Three things I think you need to know. The guy's crazy. Guy's nuts. You know it, I know it. We know it. Uh, Really quick before the football story. So today I have my son's, uh, this afternoon, my son's first t-ball practice. Should be interesting. Um, But what's even funnier is uh, there's a teacher at my son's little daycare. And in his class, uh, this teacher, all the boys have a crush on her. All the boys. My son, it takes him like, I have to say four things to him. I have to say one thing four times to him for him to listen. Uh, This teacher told my wife, Grayson's the best listener in the class. I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, Typical man being led around by a woman will do anything they say. All right, fine. So um, he wanted to get dressed, uh, pick out his own clothes. My wife's getting him ready for daycare a couple days ago. And he picks out, he loves, super, you know, what kid, they love the superheroes, right? So he picks out a Captain America t-shirt. Ooh, mom, I want to wear this. She said, Okay. And he said, this is my teacher's favorite, sh- my, my, my teacher's favorite superhero. It's Captain America. And my wife went, okay, so that's why he was wearing it. He wanted to wear that because it was the teacher he has a crush on. It's her favorite. She said, well, how do you know it's her favorite? And my son looked at my wife. He said, because she told us that she wants to marry Captain America. So did you buy a Captain America shirt? Oh, shut up. <laughs> so my wife went to go pick up my son at the end of the day. This teacher goes over to my wife. She says, oh, my God, you have to hear this. And she said, what? And she said, so uh, Grayson, it's my son, comes over to me in the classroom. He has his zip-up jacket on. He comes right over to me and says, hey, look at this. And he unzips his jacket, takes it off, and says, look at my shirt. And she said, oh, Captain America, that's my favorite. And my son looks at her and says, yep, it's like I'm your boyfriend. I just hope he's not listening right now because he doesn't want anybody to know this. 
if I get a text from my wife, I'm going to be in big trouble. Is that not like the greatest story ever? Whoa, you little pimp. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, where he gets this from, he's, you know, five years old now. Boys will be boys, right? The hormones start at age five. <laughs> five. <laughs> five years old. Five. He gets that from me. Uh, anyway, so that's uh, that was just awesome. So then we'll find out what he does in the uh, in T-ball practice tonight. <laughs> Are they casually dating? Uh, you, uh, not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm, he's you know he's going for the older women apparently. So he's going for the Cougars. I let, so. I let her buy me dinner. <laughs> She's gonna pick me up for the date. <laughs> So we have that, which is nice. Uh, all right, uh, NFL. There's the draft. You probably don't care. You hate the NFL. They kneel. They're this. They're... I get it. I get it. I get it. But uh, the NFL, they do everything to be so PC, right? I mean, everything to be so politically correct. Um, well, I don't know if you're aware of this. You go to the if you're if you're going to be drafted in the NFL, every team. I mean, they're going to invest millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, a lot of money in you. They want to ask you a gazillion questions to make sure that uh, this investment is going to pay off. And they ask some weird questions. Uh, There's an NFL prospect named Darius Geis. He was doing an interview um, with uh, an NFL show. And he said, some people are really trying to get into your head and test your reaction. I go in one room, there is a team, and a team will ask me, do I like men? Just to get my reaction. What? I go in another room. They'll try to bring up one of my family members. And they'll tell me, uh, hey, I heard your mom sells herself. How do you feel about that? Now, people are freaking out about this, of course. Now the NFL is investigating. How can you ask that question? They launched an investigation about the, uh, the these kinds of questions. I don't think that they, you know, they ask him, are you gay? We want to know if you're gay. I think they want to know how he's going to handle certain situations. That's what it is. Of course, the NFL is going to totally overreact because they're extremely politically correct. They, you know, they know that fans are going to yell crazy, crazy things at these players. People are going to ask them questions. They're going to go on Twitter. They're going to interact with fans. They're going to do that stuff. So they want to find out and make sure this person's not a ticking time bomb and it's going to be a complete waste of money and damage the team. Let's just face it. It's an investment. So anyway, this uh, this guy that's going to be drafted, I guess, Darius Guy, said he was told to come in prepared for the combine. Everything comes with it. He said it went exactly how everyone told me it would be. It's exhausting and all this stuff. So anyway, the NFL launched an investigation after the same inappropriate type of question was asked by incoming rookie Eli Apple at the combine two years ago. That question came from an assistant Atlanta Falcons coach. Now, the Falcons head coach, Dan Quinn, put out a statement that he spoke to that assistant who asked the insensitive question and explained to him how inappropriate and unprofessional this was. Don't you love that? You know that's so full of it, too. Sure he did. He's a freaking NFL football coach. You know the stuff they yell at people and demand of people? So this is what they have going on uh, in the National Football League. Uh, they, I mean, they just, they just don't get it. They're still so freaking clueless. And then I saw a story. Yes, this this was this is interesting. Um, a Dolphins owner said he's not going to make sure he's not going to demand that players not protest. Wait, way to go! Good use of your money there, buddy. However, there's a report out that the Houston Texans will avoid 
free agents that protested during the national anthem. And why is that bad? Why would they want to bring on players that are going to cause controversy? Maybe make people not want to show up to the games, protest them, all kinds of stuff, right? Two NFL agents told the Houston Chronicle that the team is not interested in players that took part in the protest during the national anthem. There's no official directive, but it's understood the team is not going to go after anyone, not going to try to sign anybody that participated in the protests. The Houston Texans, of course, slammed the report, categorically false, without merit, blah, 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 blah. Remember last year, the owner of the Texans said during an owner's meeting, we can't have the inmates running the prison, which is a metaphor. And, of course, that was uh, turned around by the media and the players. So stupid. It's true. You can't have the players making the rules. They don't own the team. If they don't like it, go somewhere else. You know, I'm sure you don't like some things that happen at your work. You might not be able to get your way. You have a choice. You deal with it or you leave. Too bad the uh, Texans uh, went all wuss and, uh, and denied this and said it's not true and blah, blah, blah. I mean, why else would agents say that unless they want to mess with them? But why would they do that? There's no reason. So uh, that's the latest football news. Um, what else do you want? It's the freaking NFL. I find it to be a waste. Uh, now there's more. It's true. It's it's just Pizza Pizza Hut is now the uh, sponsor. They took it over for Papa John's. Uh, I, I'm unless they got an unbelievable smoking deal. I'm like, do you not look and see that Papa John's lost money like crazy because of everything, right? Hello, here we go. Here emails about my son. Don't worry, he'll learn to tune them out as he gets older. He is a good teacher, you. <laughs> I mean, the teachers. <laughs> and here's another one. That's a good story. At least we know he's not questioning. Well, <clears throat> apparently the boy's got some confidence. Put on this shirt. Yeah. It's like I'm your boyfriend. Where does he get this stuff? He started this new thing. The past few weeks, he has, he, he pretty much, he says, uh, for real, after almost everything that he says. Hey, dad, dad, I played basketball today. I got like, I got like 10, 10, 10 times I scored. For real. For real. For real. Wow. For real. Fantastic. I don't know where he gets this. This is just what kids do. It makes it fun, doesn't it? It makes it fun. All right, uh, 819. What? Oh, why you cut me off? Justin, what did you just say? Hey, hey uh, good to know that Grayson has more games than his dad does. I uh, said he got it from me. He got it from me. He didn't get it from my wife. He got it from me. Yeah, but he uses it. Yeah, well, well, I'm married. What am I supposed to do? He, he, he probably doesn't wear orange pants either, does he? Uh, see, that is game. You know oh. when you get married, it's game over, so you don't need the game anymore. It takes a special <laughs> kind of guy to pull off those pants. Well, you stop. The orange <laughs> pants are sweet. You, you, unbelievable. Thank you, Justin. Thanks, Justin. Take yeah. care. <laughs> um, there are events coming up, I think, in the next month. I can't say anything now, uh, but maybe I'll wear the orange pants to these events. I think you should. I think I should. Absolutely. We should get this on a shirt. Takes a special kind of guy to pull off those pants. It's too long. No way. The people at Thread Ready would say it, it's way too long. You can't do something like that. It's a call. We can work on this. <laughs> it's just it's not going to happen. I'll put some time into Will it. You stop. Will you Smaller stop? Smaller font. Will you? St- <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> 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 
We can get pants. <laughs> we can get pants with. It takes a special kind of guy to pull off those pants. <laughs> down the down the leg of the pants. <laughs> you got to be at least a thirty-two, though. That's the only requirement. You're taking it out of context. No, I'm not. Nobody could wear the pants like me. That's the point to pull it off. <laughs> Stop choking over there. I'm choking on my own saliva. <laughs> All right, I have some other stories I need to get to as well, including, um, you know, since we're talking about kids, we'll get to this. Uh, the dad. That forced his son to run. Have you heard about this? Have you seen the video? Have you seen this stuff? Uh, is this good parenting or not? How this dad punished his child. Run in the rain. I love it. I think it's fantastic. We'll get to that. And then uh, Stanford, you won't believe or you'll be shocked, you'll be mad, why Stanford will not let the college Republicans on their campus uh, use a particular logo because something is on it. And I can't, I mean, this is so insane. We'll get to that coming up. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 827, thank you for hanging out. Hey, 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 hey. Free stuff. Free stuff. Yes, is it lunch? Well, no, not that, but you can go to KNST.com for your chance to win tickets. Spirit of the West Fest, happening March 16th through the 18th. Old Tucson celebrating Spirit of the West with Spirit of the West Fest, March 16th through 18th. Go to KNST.com to enter to win tickets. Tickets. I hope you do. So, some, some clouds out there, about 81, though, today, which is a hell of a lot better than uh, what it is back east, right? I mean, you see all the snow and the sleet and the thunder snow and the rain. How miserable is that? Why would you put yourself through that garbage? That is just terrible. Ugh, I want no part of that. Uh, no part of what It's true. I want no part of that whatsoever. Um, uh, this, uh, this story... That I saw. This is uh, this is this is a butte right here, Clark. I just I don't get this. I I don't get this at all. There, uh, there's Stanford University. They actually have a Republican group. You know the college Republicans. Probably like like three of them. Who knows? Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to this story that is just unbelievable. Why they will not let the college Republicans actually use their this new logo? What is on it? It's it's crazy. First though, so I've been telling you about my son. Have you seen this video? There's this dad in Virginia. Apparently his son was a bully on the bus. A bully on the bus. And uh, to teach him a lesson, he forced his kid to run to school. Can't take the bus. He was driving behind him. I think we have the audio, don't we? We have the audio. He's driving behind him and he's videotaping. His kid's right. He put, did like a six-minute mile. It's pretty good. We'll play some of this. He's riding behind him and he's videotaping him and he's giving commentary. saying This is parenting. This is parenting. His kid was bullying people on the bus. He's like, enough of this. Learn your lesson, boy. But you know what? Some people are loving it. Some people are calling him a bully for doing it. I don't think, you know, enough of this being, you know, you know this, this, this whole snowflake millennial soft crap. Listen to what this dad was saying as he was uh, following slowly behind his son. Here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to You Better Listen to Your Dad 2018. Yes. Um, any of y'all know me know I've got two wonderful children, Hayden, my son at 10, and my daughter, Temper today. Well, my son has finally gotten in trouble on the bus enough to where he got actually kicked off the bus for three days because he was being a little bully, which I do not tolerate, cannot stand, and therefore, he has to now run to school. Um, we're right about one mile from the school, so all week, he's got the experience of running to school. The good news is, hey guys, he keeps up a pretty good mile pace at six miles an hour so far. Um, Yesterday, he was apparently a little rude for Michelle in the morning. So even though it's raining this morning, he still gets to run. Um, 
This right here is just simple. You know, ironically, since he's been running the school this week, his behavior has been much better. His teachers have approved um, of his behavior this week. He hasn't gotten in trouble at school this week, where last week he was just absolutely out of his mind. Yep. But this right here is just old school, simple parenting. This ain't killing nobody. This nope. is a healthy way for a child to be punished because it's, you know, exercise, something that a lot of people don't think children should do anymore, so you just stick them behind a damn Xbox for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So this right here is called parenting, guys. Um, if you don't know what it's like, here you go. Teach your child a lesson. You don't have to kill them. You don't always have to beat them, but sometimes it sucks for them, and that's what teaches them. Not always. So uh, he's going to be a very fast runner later on because <laughs> we've always joked he'll either be fast or obedient. So far, we're working on fast. Um, but, yeah, so... We've got a little ways to go. Just wanted to show everybody, give you, you a go. good little Don't laugh. Me. And he put it just for his friends. And his friends are the ones that shared it. It went viral and went crazy. And some people are now, oh, he, he's a bully. He's making his kid do that. Get out of here. I guess I'm a bully. Then. Yeah. I, I mean, make my kids rake the rocks when they. There you go. Yeah. I have a nice backyard. That's how you learn lessons. That's how you say, maybe I shouldn't do this. I'll never forget Sinbad on the old Bill Maher show, politically incorrect, before it was taken off the air. Sinbad said how he was uh, running with a bad crowd in high school and they were going to steal a car. I think he was 16. And that's what they were oh, going to steal a car. We're going to steal a car. He said, as I was walking toward it with my friends, all I could think about is my dad beating the hell out of me. So at the last second, he backed out and his friends were giving him a hard time. No, nope, I can't do it. I can't do it. He went home. His friends got arrested. It worked. It worked. P- kids don't know their brains are forming. It's mush. It's now this kid's not going to bully people. Maybe, well, he doesn't realize he just shouldn't do it because it's wrong. He's just not going to do it because he doesn't want to run. Pretty sure he's going to realize it's wrong now, too. But, uh, yeah, no. Uh, and even if they do, you got you to gotta curb behavior. You, gotta, you might want to say, I want chicken parmesan, but you got to curb the behavior. Go run. No, I think it's great. And uh, I, this is the kind of thing that most people in the old days, pre-Trump, would privately say, this is really good. But now that Trump's in office, we don't, uh, there are people that they don't have a, they don't, they're not scared anymore for the most part, to get let their opinion be known, they'll come out and say, no, oh, that's a good thing. That's fantastic. And let me tell you something. If he, that kid was bullying your kid, you'd love the fact that he was oh, running. Yeah. You'd love that. Uh, 8.33, we'll get to the Stanford story coming up. And then there's a, new, there's a poll out about Americans' happiness right now because Trump's in office. Wait until you hear the results of that. It's all coming up at about 6, 8.33 on KNST. Here's Fox. It's a good thing you're here. He has a lot to tell you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Ah, uh, 841, thanks for hanging out. Uh, man, oh man, do I have some good stuff for you. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow me there, at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. I've been tweeting stuff. I've been Facebooking stuff. I've been doing all kinds of things. I try to do as much as I can outside of the show as well. There's only so much for me to go around, though. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, very disappointing turnout. Yesterday, Choya High, that's where TUSD had their uh, security forum, whatever it is. Any parents have questions of wh- how we keep your kids safe after this Florida shooting? Looked like on the video I saw about 20 parents showed up. About 20 people. That's it? Are you kidding me? Second thing I think you need to know uh, is, uh, man, oh man, oh man, it looks like the Dems are in big trouble come November now. It could, it could... It could change. Media is not focusing on this. They're focusing on a Pennsylvania congressional race. However, I'll tell you what. Axios has the story. How there are 10 
Senate Democratic seats up this November. And uh, it says here, exclusive polls. They did polling with SurveyMonkey. Big warning signs for Senate Dems. If the election was held today, five of the uh, incumbent Democratic senators would lose. Three more have under 50% ratings. I mean, there's a chance they can go all 10 seats to the Republicans. Trump's actually doing extremely well in those 10 states. He won those states. It's pretty good stuff. Third thing I think you need to know, Jeff Flake, proving there is, uh, I, I mean, he maybe he was just a a liar from the get-go. And I get the email. He In the soundbite, you know me, I'm a conservative, an Arizona conservative. Open borders, big business maniac. Once again, not fighting for Americans. Jeff Flake, very upset that only 128 people that applied for a visa were approved out of over 8,400 when they were coming from such anti-American countries as Chad, Iran, Libya, North Korea, Syria, Somalia, Yemen, Venezuela. He wants to know why more people were not approved to come here. Fighting for people that aren't American. Jeff Flake, three things I think you need to know. Oh, boy. <clears throat> and by the way, uh, again, I made the call earlier. I'll make the call again. It's my take. Until you have elected officials, uh, teachers, principals, superintendent, administrators calling out the parents to get involved with their kids' lives more, nothing's going to change. And maybe they don't want it to change because they don't want people to come in and make, demand that teachers have the ability to carry firearms here in Tucson. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why they don't want to bring a big deal to this whole situation of only about 20 people showing up. Um, it's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty, I think it's pretty sad. Now, I mean, I'm a parent. I would be up there in a heartbeat. The first question I ask uh, the schools, my wife and I toured schools for our son who's going to be in kindergarten. Um, first question that we asked every time we, we, we toured these schools is, how's security? What do you do? How, what do you do to make kids safe? Right? What do you do? And why do these parents not, do they not care? TUSD has uh, lots of students. Biggest, biggest school district there, there is, right? Biggest one in, in Southern Arizona. How can only about 20 people show up? How's a pot? Whatever. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Also have to get to the story about um, uh, Stanford University. Uh, this, is, uh, this is one that I, I was like, wait, wait, wait. What did they do to college Republicans? What did they do? Hang on. Mike, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, good morning, Garrett. What's happening? Hey, I have a theory as to why only 20 parents or so showed up to the Latoya High School meeting yesterday. Wow. Uh, my boys were in the TUSD school district, and being dissatisfied with how Tucson ran on a number of levels, my wife and I took your advice, voted with our feet, and moved out into the county. So they're in the Catalina Foothills district now. But mm-hmm. that being said, last year... Garrett, I had usually about an hour of social studies homework, an hour of math homework, 20 to 30 minutes of reading to do a night, and then there were spelling words to do. My oldest, I had the pleasure of enduring two and a half to three hours of homework a night. I mean, his workload was on par with what I had when I was a bio major and a chem minor in college. And I don't remember having a fraction of the work when I was a kid in fifth or sixth grade. Hmm. And and I'm a law-abiding, tax-paying, income-producing citizen, and I don't imagine life has changed to such an extent that we have to suffocate their free time and playtime after school for the sake of doing homework. But that's what's happening. So my suggest, my theory, is that the parents who were responsible 
we're at home doing homework that were that was desperately due to TUSD because teachers, for whatever reason, are just handing it down by the wheelbarrow load coming home. I get you on that, but at the same time, if it's one night when you want to find out how they're securing the school to make sure your kids as safe as possible, wouldn't you skip that and have your wife do the homework or tell your kids you do it or whatever, and you just, one of you go, somebody goes? I mean, wouldn't that make sense? It would make total sense. And when there was the, uh, the incident in Aurora, Colorado, um, our, uh, our principal at that time, a few years back, um, had a meeting, which I went to. And really, Garrett, it was just, uh, you know, there was all this talk back and forth, and there was even discussion among some parents, well, it's time to arm the teachers. And I went so far as to say, look, I will pay for a laptop to have a, a Tucson police officer or a Pima County Sheriff's Department park in front, do their reports, I mean, whatever it takes to, inc- to have them interface with whatever systems they need to, uh, you know, submit action reports or whatever. Just make it a visible deterrent. And even that was shot down. No, can't do that. We don't have the desk space. I mean, really? I'm offering to pay for this stupid laptop myself, and you're saying no? So there is a bureaucracy to be Mm -hmm. fought. And uh, as much as I would uh, support and applaud any parent that went, it wouldn't surprise me if they called in and told you, yeah, we were just given more of the uh, political correct speech, and uh, no, we can't do that. A lot of times these people who run these meetings um, are the party of no. And so it was really disappointing. I guess I guess you need more than I mean you did that. How many how many parents agreed with you and wanted to do what you wanted to do? None, right? Just you? I I voiced it. There were some nods, but nobody verbally, you know, acknowledged. I mean, but I like mean you, there was a lot of verbal acknowledgement of arming the teachers, which I uh I personally approve of, but there was a lot of like oh no 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 and so it it could have been a uh, a potential uh you know, pressure cooker about to explode, but the the, the principal redirected the conversation and and uh, and went back to uh, other suggestions about uh, training and rehearsing the kids to go through lockdowns, which, um, again, my kids went through that yesterday, and now they're coming home and asking questions. You know how it is. So, yeah, uh, yeah the reality is there's uh, uh, not only a responsibility to get this work done and submitted, and, and, I, and I acknowledge the fact that we need to address the security, and, and I agree with what you're saying, but um, honestly, Garrett, it's, um, it, in my personal experience, um, it's all talk, little action. I'm better off investing the time in the homework and getting the kids prepared for the spelling test. I got gotcha. you. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Sad. Very sad. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Wayne, welcome to KNST. Hello. Good morning, Garrett. How are you? All right. What's happening? I, as I was listening to this, uh, the thought that occurred to me is, is uh, the school district may not have wanted parents there enforce to give them a dissenting opinion from their own agenda and so we don't know how people were notified i mean you, you you're going to find out if you don't know yet because your kids just going into kindergarten but notice the parents from schools isn't exactly the most reliable um communications mm-hmm. way they you know send it home with the kids or email or maybe they didn't let people know at all until it was too late because they didn't want people to show up in force. Yeah, they again, to be able to I don't. I don't know this. I mean, I, I mean, Ryan has kids in the Miranda School District. Do you get notified right. on things? They they supposedly send out notices all the time with the kids, and never hear about it till like the morning of. Oh, or or after it's done, or that afternoon. Hey, we had a parent teacher conference. Why didn't you tell us? Well, I brought home a paper. Don't see it. Yeah. Dogs don't eat paper. They eat wow. money, but not yeah, paper. Yeah, of course. Well, the different kind of paper. 
I don't I mean it was on our news. I guess not everybody listens. They should. That's the problem. I've talked about it. I I get twenty though, twenty people out of thousands of students that go there. I mean it's just <laughs> I mean, granted again, they're gonna have another one Monday night at Saguaro High School at six o'clock. I gotta give you a zinger, Garrett. Maybe <laughs> there just wasn't that many people listening. <laughs> oh my way. No, I doubt it. Nah. <laughs> I mean, but look at the TUSD school district. It goes all the way to the Catalina uh, yeah. foothills. And they did pick the furthest west, southwest location to combine, yeah. it seems. Well, where is Saguaro High School in that aspect? Uh, I don't know. Because, I mean, I'm, are they going to pick two that are just on different kind of, you know, they're further apart? So you have one on one side, one on the other? So I don't, I whatever. It's one at a centrally located one? I don't know. Again, I just, I would, dr- wouldn't you drive 20 minutes to try to figure this out, 20 minutes to tell them what you think. Wouldn't you do that? Oh, here's a pro- Suaro's in Rita Ranch. <laughs> no, no, Peoria. It's not a Peoria. That's a different one. Uh, it doesn't matter. 852, we'll continue. Uh, I just don't know why they wouldn't show up. Maybe they just don't care, and that's why they'll say, we'll just keep it the way it is, and you people just don't care, and shut up, and blah, blah, blah. Well, no, look, what do you yeah, want look, from me? Sorry, look it. Yeah. Suaro's way out east. Way out yeah, east. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, so I think you're kind of onto something here. That they're they're picking the furthest, the furthest locations they possible. can find, versus just going to like Tucson High, right in the middle. What do you think? Eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. We'll continue in five KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. More like get off the couch for free. That too. Out of the doghouse. That too. Yes. It that works. Too. It it does work. You know, it's like it's like guys, women can control us with food. You know, you control a man's stomach. I'm keeping it PG-13, Ryan. I, I didn't say it. You can make a man happy because of his with his food. You can make women happy with all kinds of pampering. And listen, I'm a guy who doesn't like to be pampered. I love to be pampered. It's okay to say that. There you go. Hey, Garrett Lewis with you. KNSDA <laughs> 792, Sean's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, very, very disappointing turnout uh, at the TUSD safety forum, school safety forum. It was at Choya High School yesterday. About looked like about twenty people or so, give or take a few, showed up at Choya. There's going to be another one Monday at six at Saguaro High School. We'll see what happens there. Second thing that I think you need to know, Axios. Firing off a warning shot to Democrats, Axios.com. They did a survey with SurveyMonkey, and they said, "Uh uh-oh, wait, wait, wait. Apparently, the blue wave, not so blue. We saw what happened in Texas. The media tried to tell you that Texas was going to get flipped to Democrats. Two-to-one ratio. Republicans came out to vote in the primary over over Democrats. Um, The polls show 10 Democratic senators up for re-election. If the election was held today, five would lose to Republicans. Three more have below 50% approval ratings, and three are hovering around 50 not looking good. And Trump in all those states, his approval is higher than his national approval. Not looking good for the Dems. Better watch out. That's what they're saying. Big warning signs. Uh-oh. Third thing I think you need to know, Jeff Flake, once again, fighting for people that aren't American, wanting answers from the Trump administration as to why they rejected most of the visas for people that wanted to come here from terror-filled countries like Chad, Iran, Libya, North Korea, Syria, Somalia, Yemen, and Venezuela. Swear to God, only 128 applicants uh, for a visa qualified out of over 8,400. And Jeff Flake and uh, Democratic Senator Chris Van Hollen, they want to know 
What is going on? What is happening? They requested information about visas from the State Department. We've, uh, oh man, and we received reports of the near uniform denial of waivers for visas. Good. I do not want people from those countries here because a lot of people in those countries hate America. I owe you nothing. You know what? We'd be much better off, wouldn't we, if we had people from Chad coming here? You know what they do in Chad, right? Hmm. They all name each other Chad. I don't know what else they do. What the hell does Chad? Chad, it's Chad. You ever been to Daryl? I've not been to Daryl. We should we should have people from Daryl come in. About Phil, get people from Phil. I don't know. Three things I think you need to know. Seriously though, it I'm Chad. You know what? You know what? People generally, if you go around to have lunch here in Tucson or Oro Valley or Sahuarito or the foothills, I guarantee you at lunchtime people are going to say, you know, I wish the Trump administration would totally let more people from Iran come here on visas. It's just like the right thing to do. And like North Korea, we need more North Koreans here. Because, you know, it's not like they're led by a crazy dictator or anything like that. We need more North Koreans. I'm glad Jeff Flake is fighting for them to get here. What? Why would he? But why? Yeah. Why would he pick Chad out of all the places in the world? That's one of them. That's one of them. Because, uh, apparently people in Chad aren't big fans of ours. Then why would they want to come here? Why would you want to let them in then? That's the point. If you're not a fan of some place, why are you going to go to that place? Jeff wants to let everybody in here because Jeff Flake is big business, Chamber of Commerce. All Chamber of Commerce thinks about is if we have more people coming here from all over the world, they'll spend more money. That's all. That's what they. That's what it is. Is is Chad a, a rich country? I don't know. I don't know a lot about Chad. And this is not good for guys named Chad. You ever know a Chad? Yeah. That's like the only thing that's he a step a down... From the guy, yeah, exactly. The only thing that stepped down from a dude named Chad is a dude named Brock. Yeah. I, I dealt with one Brock in my life. He was a sales guy when I worked in Waco, and we called him a mimbo, a male bimbo. Because he really was. I mean, I'm not joking. He was, you ever see that Seinfeld with Dan Cortez when he's a, he's a mimbo. He's a male bimbo, Elaine. Yes, but he's so good looking. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, no, he was, he was literally that. Plus there's a guy that plays for the Islanders named Brock Nelson and he's a complete waste of everything. Brock. So I'm, I'm not a big fan of guys named Brock and I know now I'm going to get phone calls and emails from the other two guys in America named Brock. Leave me alone. Hey bro, we heard you talking about yeah, it. Don't blame me because your parents didn't give you a chance in life. So anyway, <laughs> is that, that's, that sounds pretty fair. Okay. Yeah. I'll go with that. I think that this is why fair. people like us. Maybe we start calling Martha McSally Brock. Is that? This is CNN. No, it's not. We do fake news all the time, like what you're hearing right now. But it's true. Anyway, let's get to some real stuff. Uh, because, again, remember, the Democrats uh, in the media, they're in cahoots to try to tell you, try to convince you that everybody hates Trump and you shouldn't even bother voting in November because everything sucks and it's bad. Don't believe your bank account. When your eyes, you look at the bank account, like, I'm getting more money. You look at your paychecks, I'm getting more money. Wow, things are looking better. I have, I have more job opportunities. This is great. Oh, yeah. No, don't believe any of that. Everything sucks, and uh, people hate Trump. That's what it is. People hate Trump. That's, uh-huh. So, uh, there was a Rasmussen Reports phone survey, an online survey. You ready for this? 78% of American adults rate their quality of life where they live as good or excellent. 78%. Where they live, good or excellent. And we're in Tucson, so you have some issues, okay? There are people you know, trapped in potholes. 
78%. This is the highest level since Rasmussen started tracking this back in 2006. Now, why do you think people are actually enjoying life and they're happy and stuff? Is it because they hate Trump so much? Is that what it is? I mean, I'm just trying to figure this out. The media will tell you that. It's because of Russia. Uh Uh-huh. 5% rate their quality of life as poor. Just 5%. The percentage of Americans, and this is from People's Pundit Daily, a great website, the percentage of Americans who gave a positive rating for their quality of life has maintained in the high 60s for the last 10 years. But it rose to 74% in July. And the increased satisfaction is measurable across the board. 38% of Americans adults say they live in a suburb, 34% a city, 27% rural area. Yet where they live has little no impact on their quality of life. At least three quarters of Americans in all areas rate their quality of life positively. If you're in a suburb, 36% say life is excellent. Another 44% say it's good. So you're looking at 80% say good or excellent. 26% of Americans live in cities. Quality of life is excellent. Another 49% say good. So it's all that rural areas. 29% say excellent. 48% good. Same thing with race, by the way. Don't we have a race problem here? That's what we've been told, right? Race problem. Uh, It says here, excellent quality of life rated by uh, 33% of whites, 25% of blacks, 26% of all other races. 48% 48% of whites say it's good. 45% of blacks say it's good. 45% of other races say it's good. You're not going to hear this on the news because they don't want you to think life is good. They don't want you to think that everything seems to be going okay. I mean, the, honestly, the eight years of Obama, it freaking sucked. I mean, it was rough. The economy was horrible. Which way is this country going? We don't know. We didn't know. At least we got, you know, look look at what happened. Yeah, every day there seems to be more and more of America coming back. You have common sense, Jeff Sessions and Trump with the DOJ suing California saying you can't be a sanctuary state. You can't not work with our federal agents. Federal law uh, in the supremacy clause oversees, uh, supersedes local law. You can't do this. You can't. You're done. You can't tip off as a mayor the community when ICE is about to have a raid to protect illegal aliens. You can't do it. Especially, I mean, the criminal ones. Enough is enough. So the media is trying real hard, and that's why they will not tell you about this. It's just not going to happen. But you get it here. And it's not fake news. It's actually real. I'll even put this on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Yep. I hope you can see it in the future. I retweeted the article from People, People's Pundit Daily. Um, check it out for yourself. And we'll get to the Stanford story in just a second. First, uh, Mike, welcome to KNST. Hello, Mike. Hey, Garrett. How's it going? All right. Yeah, I just looked up on Wikipedia to find out about Chad, and it seems that it's um, one of the poorest and most corrupt countries in the world. Mm. Um, yeah, it's um, had a very high um, amount of Sudanese refugees because of what happened uh, in Darfur. And oh. it's got a very high birth rate, and the lack of agriculture is keeping the country in persistent poverty, sustained poverty. Well, I mean, I can only imagine then how people from Chad could add to the uh, the excellence of the United States of America, right? I guess, yeah. They um, they mostly um, use uh, are what they call. Uh, substance herders and farmers, which means I guess they 
do whatever they can. I'm not sure what that means. Mm, I don't know. All I know is uh, Jeff Flake is fighting to get people from Chad here. He is fighting to give amnesty to illegals, and yet he is not doing anything to try to protect actual Americans and people in Arizona by making sure the border is secure. So, yeah, well, you know, priorities and stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, that, this dude is such. He's, I mean, literally, he is crazy. He's he is the uh, Republican. I don't want to say Republican, but he is a male version, it seems, of Nancy Pelosi because everything he does makes no sense. Yeah, and like they've said, he has the perfect name. Really does exactly. Mike, thank you for the info. I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you very much, Jeff Blake. I, I'll get there. I'll get there. Don't worry. Ryan's giving me signs to steal second base, delay steal third. Um, thank you. Uh, I just, I, I'm just looking at this. Uh, Chris Van Hollen put a statement out. The Trump administration claims that the waiver system can be used by people who pose no threat to our country. These facts show that the system is a farce designed to hide Trump's true purpose. Uh, he wants a Muslim ban, de facto Muslim. You just heard about Chad. We know about these. These are not. These are countries that are dangerous. We don't know who they are, where they are, anything like that. We don't know what they would do. What? Again, why do we want people? Well, you know, whether or not Trump said it, I agree. Why do we want people from asshole countries here? What are they going to add? Would you hire someone? I mean, listen. If you're against this and you're in Tucson, you don't like what I'm saying. I tell you what. Come down here to Oracle and Fort Lowell. There are lots of uh, lots of strange people walking around this parking lot. Why don't you just hire one for your business? Bring him into your world. It's the equivalent of having someone from Chad or Venezuela or North Korea or Iran come into America. What purpose are you going to have hiring one of these? Uh, you know, there, it was so sad. I literally was driving. There was a girl must have been strung out on drugs here at, uh, in the Quick Trip parking lot. She was asleep standing up. That's yep. Of a feat. Yep. Wow. It, it was. I was. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, are you okay? Are you? And she's not even responding. I'm, I would have called the police, but they would have got here by next Tuesday. Um, hang on. Stu, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, how you doing, man? All right, Stu. Uh, well, hey, I, uh, I kind of wanted to disagree and agree with you a little bit at the same time. Well, what do you want to say about that, the... Stu? What's that? What? Okay, go ahead. Okay, you mentioned that... Um... You know, it, it doesn't matter how. Uh, speak up, Stu. Uh, speak up. I need you. I see. I need you to speak up. You really can't hear me. Yeah, it's a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. I am extremely <laughs> loud. If you'd like me to be, I know that. Go ahead, Stu. <laughs> I'm sorry. I get excited and passionate about stuff, just like you. I got you, buddy. I'm just I'm, I'm having fun with you. It's a radio. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, you know, hey, you know what? what? Hey, I, 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 you're more than welcome. Okay, go ahead. Um, anyways. So uh, it doesn't matter if uh, if we have 99% approval on everything being excellent. It's the one percenters that are going to drive the liberal agenda. We all know that. It doesn't matter what they report. If somebody's not happy, change everything. Meaning based on that, on that poll that the media won't report? No, just based on what our country seems to be doing every oh. single day. Don't you think it's changing, though? Don't you think that we're pretty much saying, I don't care if your feelings are hurt, like we're getting over this PC garbage? You know what? I'd like to think it's changing. But, you know, and, and then then you hear a Jeff Flake talk about garbage. Like, I think I read somewhere where he was thinking about running for president. Oh, but that would be awesome. That, that would, listen, let that happen. That would give us an opportunity to have more debate-watching parties. And you know how great it would be to watch Trump destroy Jeff Flake? It'd be like National oh Geographic God. when you have, like, the lions chasing down the zebras and they go eat one. It would be fantastic. Yep. 
Yep. So let and it then, happen. Um, the other the other thing you made a reference of uh, I didn't tell your screener this, but you made a reference of Jeff Flake is the male version of Pelosi. Yes. I think maybe we just you know uh, you know sexually identified him, and maybe we need to quit oh. doing that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Stu. See you, buddy. Absolutely, I appreciate. Buddy. It. Take care, man. Thank you for listening. I thought he was going to say we insulted Nancy Pelosi. I'm getting calls uh, asking me if I put Jameson in your coffee this morning. Am I slurring? No, you're killing it. Apparently, you're if super funny. If I was funny. in Jameson, now I'm funny? I wasn't yeah. funny before that? If if I had Jameson, I'd be asleep by now if I had some Jameson in there. You know I wanted to name my son that? Jameson? Instead of Harrison, the second one, I, wanted, I was like Jameson. It was between those two. And then my wife's like, but you know what? Every time you know, people are going to think of his name, they think of the whiskey. That's... Well, I wanted to name my, my youngest son Cuddy Sark, but my wife said no. Oh, my God. What? Is that bad? Not really. No, that's actually okay. How about Bitters? I should call him Bitters now. He's always isn't moody. That what you, 13. Isn't that what you, isn't that what you nickname your wife? <clears throat> Boom. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Now I'm going to be it dead. It was just there. And then when you come over, you're going to be dead. Do you know today is uh, International <laughs> Women's Day? Yes, do you have I any do. idea? How do you sell? You know, we'll talk about that for just for a second. Should we talk to back. the woman in the studio about International Women's Day? Nah. <laughs> we don't give them a forum here. I don't care what day. When when is it International Guy Day? That's what I want to know. It's every day. When is it? Inter- is it every day? Get out of here. Usually Saturday. If you like, sports. you know what? We get stuck paying the bill, holding the door, whatever. Killing the bug, blah, 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 blah. Enough is enough. That's what we do. Uh, well, I'll make fun of that coming up because I have to. Oh, this is the day for women to get out there and actually cook and clean without complaining, right? We're coming back here in a second. Hang on. I thought they were going to. Turning off my mic. I mean, if there's any day to have a vagina march, isn't today the day to have the yeah. vagina march? I mean, shouldn't it be out there with the hats, the outfits, that kind of stuff? Celebrating it. I mean, if, I'm seriously, that that's exactly. Oh my god, that should be the day. Uh, maybe you know, you think it would go well if I told my wife, "Listen, it's uh, it's uh, International Women's Day, so today I'm going to teach you how to cook." Is that no? Out, out, out. Okay, that's what you'd get. Uh, by in the that way, tone. you know, what we need to do too. We forgot to, that email that I sent you right before the show. Yes, I got to bring that up again. Yeah. We'll get to that, and there's apparently an illegal alien that has been um, arrested, and some illegal alien group doesn't know why right here in uh, in Tucson. you got to hear it. It's, it's hilarious. They sent an email. Um, how they describe this person is incredible. It's coming up. KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. I'm talking, and Ryan's laughing because he won't turn my mic on. Hi. Three things I think you need to know. I'm on strike. You think you are? What are you, a woman? It's not. You get no. You get no rights today. It's International Women's Day. But today I'm identifying as a woman. Do I get free stuff? That is a great freaking point. That's that right. That is a great point. Anyway, damn, I didn't think of that. How are you going to use it now? I got to do something with this. I mean, nobody can tell me I can't identify as a woman. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. Very disappointing turnout. Uh, seeing the pictures, probably about 20, probably about 20 people showed up for the TUSD safety and security forum they had for school security. That was at Choya High School. They're going to have another one Monday night at Saguaro High School. Do parents just not care from TUSD? Second thing I think you need to know, Axios. 
Democratic-Senate.com has a uh, poll out. They did a poll survey monkey, and it shows that 10 Democratic senators up for re-election, not looking too good for them. Trump won those states where these 10 senators are uh, that are Democrats, and his approval rating is higher than what it is nationally, and it's I think it's higher than what it normally is. Uh, and uh, five of those Democrats would lose if the election were today. Now, a lot of time to go, but this whole blue wave thing, Axios is letting the Democrats know, you guys better wake up. Third thing I think you need to know, Jeff Flake, fighting for people that are in America again. You thought it was just illegal aliens, huh? He's very upset. Very upset. That from uh, December, what was it, December 8th to January, whatever, anyway. Uh, over a long span, there have been over 8,400 visa applications from countries that don't like us. Only 128 were approved out of over 8,400 countries like Chad. I like bringing that up again. Chad, Iran, Libya, North Korea, Syria, Somalia, Yemen, Venezuela. Uh, Venezuela. Trump's not letting a lot of people in there. It's extreme vetting. And Jeff Flake and Democratic Senator Chris Van Hollen want to know why. Why are we not letting in these people? Once again, Jeff Flake, what have you done for an American? What have you done for an Arizonan, Jeff Flake? That's why he's leaving. God, this guy's such a disaster. Um, what? Is it, is it is anything good or should we stick with the, the illegal alien chick story? Hang on. What is it? Florian? Hi, Maureen. no, my name is Maureen. What the? I oh. swear to God, my, my Ryan types in F-L-O-R-E-I-N. I heard Florine. <laughs> Fluoride. No, Maureen. Maureen. Happy, happy International Women's Day. Do you know it's International Women's Day? Uh, no, uh, not until I heard it on your station See, today. we're pro-women on this station because we announced that, but... Is your life yeah, any better? You. Is your is your life going to be any better today, knowing that it's International Women's Day? Oh, of course. Now that you've mentioned it, I know it'll be much better. Yeah, go to cheek to cheek and uh, get 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 a treatment done to, for International Women's Day. All right, there you go. <laughs> I'm not paying for you. Anyway, what what you lived in Chad a long time ago? Yeah, uh, my husband was a bush pilot. And uh, he flew for a company that was chartered to Commonwealth Tumpane. Uh, so flew for people looking for oil. And we were in Chad when the capital was still Fort Lamie. It's changed now to uh, something. I don't know what. Um, it was a very, very poor company, a country, and... But when we stayed there, we stayed in the best hotel. Uh, of course, the uh, president or whomever of Chad ate there, and they wore their full, uh, full musty, I guess you could say. They wore all these headdresses. They had these fancy gowns. Um, the food was French, and it was great. Uh, that was not how the people of Chad ate, because uh, at one time we thought that my husband would stay there for a while, and we looked for an apartment for me. Um, me being uh, a good American, I needed air conditioning. Oh, that was yeah. the hottest place I had ever been, uh, and it, it was not going to happen. Um, Frankly, I felt sorry for the people because I looked at the grocery stores 
um, using that term in quotes, uh, it, uh, uh, <laughs> you can tell I don't know what to say. So basically um, what you're saying is that it was a very third world blank hole country. Yes, yes, now, sadly it yeah. was. So, I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. No, and nothing against the people from Chad. You know, a lot of them right. obviously poor and they can't afford stuff, probably lacking education. Uh, do you yeah. think, I mean, so do you think like me, Jeff Flake is pretty much out of his mind wondering why and demanding more people from Chad be able to come here? Actually, I do, because since I was there, I followed the country over and over, not, you know, steadily, but throughout the years. And, um, yeah, I, I don't see it at all. Uh, the other thing was, in many places, um, when they greeted me, they called me comrade. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, and this was, you know, years ago, and I kept saying, no, you know, friend, and they're like, no, comrade. And so I kind of gave up. But I, I see that as a problem. I would say so, too. Uh, hey, yeah. thank you. Hey, you know, you were already married. But do you look at guys named Chad now with a little bit of disdain because of your experience there? <laughs> guys named Brock? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, I'm totally with you on the name. Thank you. I, I, yeah, oh, I couldn't agree with you more. See, it's not just me. Hey, Maureen, no, thank you. it is not. I hope you have a great day today as, as an International Women's Day and stuff like that. So, good luck. Thank you. Take care. Oh. Bye-bye. Oh, I hung, I know. If she calls back, if she calls back, whatever she needed to say. Maybe she said for International Women's Day, I'm going to cook you a sandwich or whatever. It could be a hot sandwich. They can cook that. International Women's Day, women can come from across the border well, to cook you food. Yes, just today. The just border. Today. Just today. It. You had a visa for that. So real quick, on this story about this illegal alien that's now detained, she's a reproductive justice activist, Alejandro Pablos, detained by ICE. And they're saying this is retaliation for protesting in Virginia earlier this year. It says in this, this story, she works for the National Latina Institute for Reproductive Health, a member of We Testify, an abortion storytelling leadership group, leadership program, I'm sorry, of the National Network of Abortion Funds. She was put in deportation proceedings, losing her legal permanent resident status more than two years ago following a drug-related arrest. They left out that little detail. They act as if she was arrested and, you know, she's put in there for no reason whatsoever. Apparently not. Apparently not. Yeah. Nothing else in this story about her uh, arrest. It appears after the protest in Virginia, one of the ICE agents called her deportation officer in Tucson, Arizona, and sought to get her detained in retaliation for her protest, said someone in this story. Mm Mm-hmm. She led chants at a peaceful protest in Virginia outside of Homeland Security. Local agents took her into custody. Well, yeah, there you go. And again, the whole thing about the whole drug arrest. Whoops. Whoops. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry. Yeah. She was taken into custody. She thought it was just going in for her to readjust her bond, all this other stuff. So, of course, she's totally innocent, you know. Never, never a problem. Uh, 9.52, coming back in four. I got to get to the story about uh, Stanford. College Republicans can't use a new logo because something on it. Stanford is not okay with it. Wait till you hear what that is. KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating